0: Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula. A podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. The thing about leadership is that it needs you to be courageous. As a leader, you can't afford to be timid. As a leader, you can't afford to be a coward. As a leader, you can't afford to back down and stick to the corner and conform to the norm. Truth of the matter is, leadership needs courage. And that's why I'm excited on today's podcast to speak about courageous leadership. And oftentimes we find ourselves in leadership, possibly, as I often say, a leader doesn't go with the flow, but they create the flow. And it's possible that you might have went along with the current of the flow and found yourself as a leader. And you find yourself in a room where you were a bit friendly and a bit nice and everyone liked you. (laughs) But as John Maxwell says, if you want to be liked by everyone, sell ice cream. There comes a point in time in leadership where you need to firm up, where you need to be courageous in how you lead yourself first and foremost and courageous in how you lead those around you. What separates a leader and a follower is the courage a leader has to, number one, make decisions. And we'll speak more to the importance of courage when it comes to making decisions. We'll also speak to how there needs to be a certain level of courage in a leader for them to be able to have uncomfortable conversations. We'll also explore how, as a leader, you need courage to lead with care and candor. And we'll bring in our plane for landing and conclude this episode by speaking to how, as a leader, you need courage to push for new territories, to be able to go for uncharted territory, to possess ground that everyone else is backing away from. Because leaders, while everyone else is praying and hoping for, 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 for solutions and, 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 and hoping that someone would step up, a courageous leader over and above hoping for someone to step up actually takes the first step and says, I'm going to go for it. Might not be trained for it, might never have been this way before, but I'm willing to learn and grow. So the first thing that a leader does which demands courage is within decision making leaders are people who make decisions. And there will be times where you don't have all the facts necessary in order for you to make a decision. And that's where a lot of people tend to shrink back, where the facts are not yet... um, And oftentimes we do definitely encourage you to have your facts right, the information, the knowledge, understand the context. But over and above that, there comes times, for example, with the COVID backdrop, where courageous leadership was demanded. No one had the facts. No one had a plan of action of how things would turn out. Two years later, we're still grappling and figuring out what needs to be done. But it was courageous leaders who were able to step up and say, this is what we know. We're going to hold on to the values. We're going to hold on to what we know to be true. So decision-making is extremely important within courageous leadership. And this is important because as a leader, not only do you make decisions, but the decisions you make actually make you. And based on the decisions that you make, you either are preparing for the future or you're going to have to repair in the future. And this is so true in that Oftentimes, as a leader, not only do the decisions you make make you, but they make your organization. They make the people that you lead. It's a bit easier to make a decision when it only affects you. But when you have a certain level of influence and responsibility, you know the ripple effect that your decisions have. In that, uh, it's not only me who's going to be affected by this decision, but everyone else around me will be affected by the decisions I make. I love what Peter Drucker says, the the leadership and management expert. Whenever you see a successful business, someone once made a courageous decision. (laughs) Isn't that true, though? Whenever you see a successful business, organization, ministry, church, relationship, family, marriage, etc., etc., someone once made a courageous decision. And this is an ongoing decision-making that needs courage. Because truth of the matter, wherever success is concerned, courage is part and parcel of the equation. You need to be courageous. You you need to be courageous within making decisions. And I love what Andy Stanley speaks as he uses the grid of fewer regrets, better decisions. And he speaks of how oftentimes when making decisions, ask yourself, I'm just going to take maybe two questions. He speaks about five questions in his brilliant book that I would highly recommend. And one of the questions he speaks to is, what story do you want to tell? If you're going to be making a decision, ask yourself, what story do I want to tell? After I've made this decision, what's the story I want people to read off? Because oftentimes when we read from history, we celebrate people who made courageous decisions. Think with me in South Africa, when we think of Nelson Mandela. We see a man who was courageous, willing to spend 27 years in prison for an ideal of freedom. That took courage because for him to be able to sacrifice his family, sacrifice comfort and say, I'm one willing to fight for this. And we remember him amongst the people that he was leading with because of his courage, Oliver Tambo. Your uh, Winnie madikizela Mandela, incredible courage that was shown in hostile situations where courage was demanded from them. Think with me, Abraham Lincoln, your JF Kennedy, all oh, the greats. It was courage that causes us to really celebrate their leadership. If you want to build something sustainable, you're going to need to be courageous in your decisions. Ask yourself, what story do I want my decision to tell? Secondly, within courageous decision-making, ask yourself, based on my past experiences, what's the wise thing to do? I love this because when it comes to decision-making, you need to always have wisdom to discern difference. Not only what's the right thing to do, but what's the wise thing to do? Because if you're banking on wisdom, it becomes easier for you to be courageous in your decision. And again, you might not always feel wise or know the right thing to do. This is where you're able to borrow the wisdom of other people who have gone ahead and made similar decisions to the one you have to make. In light of my past experiences, what's the wise thing to do? In light of my current reality, what's the wise thing to do? And then lastly, in light of my future hopes, aspirations and dreams... What is the wise thing to do? So leaders are very courageous when it comes to making decisions. Number two, leaders are not only courageous when it comes to making decisions, they are courageous when they have to have uncomfortable conversations. In leadership, oftentimes we will find ourselves with people who are making mistakes. And and truth of the matter is everyone makes mistakes. At some point in time, in the workplace and the organization you serve, in your family, as a spouse, as a leader, you will make mistakes. And everyone needs someone to come alongside them to help them improve. And if you're the leader, it is your responsibility and your privilege to be the person who helps them get better. And oftentimes, this begins with a candid, uncomfortable conversation. And oftentimes leaders shy away from having these conversations because of fear of how the other person might feel. And truth of the matter is you cannot be an influential leader if you're not going to be candid in having these conversations. And part of how you better prepare for these conversations is to ask yourself what is the nature of the problem. Ask yourself, truth of the matter as I'm confronting this conversation, Is this person a can't or a won't? And and I love this because I think it's Sam Chan who speaks to this as to how... Ask yourself, is this person a can't or won't? Because can't is more towards abilities. And you can help such people when it comes to someone who can't do it because you can train them. But won't is more an issue of attitude. Because if the problem is an attitude issue you need to let this person know that there's a problem. It's very, 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 very important. So ask yourself then as a leader, when confronting this, is it because this person is not able to do it? Do they need empowerment? Do they need training? Do they need exposure? Or it's just an attitude they don't want to do it. They've been trained, they've been taught, they've been exposed and they still choose to do what they want to do. In that situation you need to confront it. You need to tackle it head on. Tell them it's not going to fly in this environment. We need to change. We need to do better. We need to show up better. But it begins with a leader being willing to have uncomfortable conversations. And oftentimes we have uncomfortable conversations shaking in our knees, uh, in our pants, where you have to pant, you have to ask yourself. And that's where leadership comes in, being able to think ahead. <sighs> how better can I prepare for this conversation? How am I going to approach this con- Don't hope for luck. I really encourage you to think ahead on the front end so that you ensure that you're able to think even when you come to this conversation. Ask yourself, what's a win for this conversation? Over and above me confronting this person, making them feel, because feelings will be there, but it's not my intention to make them to feel bad. But I want to paint a picture of what ought to be and give them room or a staircase for them to be able to step up to that picture of what ought to be. And if attitude is right, chances are they will change and aspire to that. But if attitude is wrong, they will shrink back. And and, and again, confrontation is a revealer of the heart of an individual. So as a leader, you need to be willing to have uncomfortable conversation. There's actually a whole podcast episode where I speak more to uncomfortable conversations which are necessary for any leadership environment. So number one, courageous leadership needs you to make courageous decisions. Number two, courageous leadership needs you to have uncomfortable conversations. And then number three, courageous leadership needs you to be able to lead with care and candor. And one might ask, what is the difference? Because oftentimes when you lead with care, you value the person's um, potential. You 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 value the person. You love this particular person. When you care for someone, you want the best for them. However, leadership. You're not only a leader to clap for someone when they're doing well, but as a leader, you love someone so much that you want them to live to and reach their maximum potential. You love them so much to leave them in the state where they are, but you wanna push and challenge and stretch them to grow beyond they even know how to grow and stretch. And that really is leadership. So as a leader, you need to be able to figure out how do I care for this person, but not only care enough for them to get comfortable, but care enough for me to be able to stretch them. And that's where candor comes in. So as a person who cares, you're able to be relational. And and, and I love what John Maxwell speaks when he speaks of balancing care and candor. Because if you have care without candor, it creates dysfunctional relationships because it's one-sided. And this particular person only expects positive feedback from you. When negative feedback comes, they take it personally as if you are attacking them and not understanding that, nope, it needs to balance. Candor without care, on the other hand, creates distant relationships. Where someone feels cut off, where you don't care about them, you just only tell them when something is wrong. And I see this a lot when dealing with Gen Z and teenagers, where parents are quick to confront something that's wrong. And the danger of that is the child only knows the parent or the guardian as someone who only shows up when something needs to be fixed. But outside that, there's no care, there's no authenticity, vulnerability and genuineness in the relationship that they have. But care, on the other hand, balanced with candor, it creates developing relationships. This is where the relationship develops into something so, so beautiful. This is where one is able to be able to see the growth over time. And and, 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 and one of the key things within courageous leadership is for you to be able to balance care and candor. In order for you to lead successfully, it is important for you to value the person, to care for that person. This is foundational to having solid relationships because caring for others demonstrates that you value them. However, if you want to help them get better, you have to be honest about where they need to be to improve and that's where candor comes in. It shows that you value the person but not only the person but you also value their potential. And that's where you need to be candid with that particular person, knowing that you you want the best from them. This is similar to when you go in for a procedure. I remember when I had to um, remove a tooth, they tried to cut the nerves, which was a painful, horrific experience that I encountered. However, I remember I love my dentist um, to date simply because he told me it's going to be a painful procedure. However, it needs to be done because if it doesn't get done we can treat it now and try to make it, it will reduce the pain for a few months, but after that, it will be an ongoing thing that you need to nurse. However, the best thing that I would advise you is for us to not only cut the nerve endings, but to remove the tooth. And I was like, but you care for me. And, and here we were from since I was young, but I said, I need to be honest with you. If you want to have a comfortable, enjoy your food, etc., etc., we need to remove the tooth. And I went in there knowing that he cares for me. However, in his care, he needs to remove the truth. He's going to hurt me, but he won't harm me. And, and, and that's what a leader needs to be willing and able to do, to be able to help people grow and change. So courageous leadership demands care and candor. Extremely, extremely important. And then lastly, Part of what leadership does, a courageous leadership, it needs you to push for new territories, new dimensions. It needs you to be able, I'm actually reminded for those who are people of faith and those who read scripture of uh, the children of Israel when they God took them out of Egypt and they were to possess Canaan, which is the promised land. Moses sends... Um, amongst the leaders, 12 leaders, and there are two, one of them being Joshua and the other one being Caleb. And he sends them to go as spies, to go check the land that they need to possess. And there's quite a lot of leadership lessons we can actually learn there from Moses. One being how he empowered Joshua, even before his season, to go and have a foretaste of where within his leadership he would have to take people to. And that's really leadership, being able to take people Not only to a place where you've been, because sometimes as a leader, which is where courageous leadership comes in, you take people to a place you've not even been yourself, but you've got an urge of we can do more. There's more. There's more. And the word of God teaches us or scripture teaches us that out of the 12, only two came back and said, Guys, the land is good. We are well able, Caleb said, to possess it. However, the other ten shrunk back and said, hey, that land is big. It swallows its own inhabitants. The grapes are too big. The houses are too big. Because one of two things can happen. One, you can either stretch to the next level or you can shrink to the norm and die in the wilderness. And we see this a lot within leadership where we have a lot of people who are threatened by the next level. Where one feels comfortable at this level and is like, I'm not going to stretch, I'm not going to do anything, I'm just going to relax and enjoy where I am now. And that's really a trap. That's a mistake a lot of leaders make. You need to always be reaching and stretching to the next level because there's always new territory that you need to possess. But it needs you to be willing to say, as a leader, I'm going to be courageous. We're going to be able to possess this land. We're going to be able to go for that business. We're going to be able to expand. We're going to be able to grow. We're going to be able to pursue new relationships. We're going to be able to pursue new projects. And that's what courageous leadership actually speaks to. It causes you to figure out, as a leader... Am I willing to invest time and energy to stretch and push for the new territory? Am I willing uh, not only to stretch, but to, to, to be stretched myself? Because it starts with me as a leader. It starts with me, and again, there's something so profound. My mentor a coach recently taught me that sometimes the best thing you can do is just being around those environments, walking around those territories. You might not have a seat yet on the table, but just being around, observing how things are done, observing how people speak in this new level, observing how people think in this new level, observing how people show up in this new level, observing how people... And once you become exposed and enlarged, that's the beautiful thing about the brain, once your brain has been enlarged, it can't shrink back. And once you've been able to step into that, it then becomes easier for you when it's your time to step into that dimension to be able to know what to do, how to speak, how to think, how to show up, and how to nurture the relationships that you have now that you at that level. So it's extremely important for you to be courageous for pushing new territories. Oftentimes, you won't even be too sure what's going to happen, but you keep reaching because as a leader, you see ahead, you see before, you are seeing what other people are not seeing. You are willing to take the risks that other people are not willing to take. And that's what's going to separate you. That's what's going to separate your product. That's what's going to separate your business, organization, institution, church, and yourself as a leader. So as leaders, it is important for us to be courageous. Courageous leadership is what will cause you to rise above the storm. It's what's going to cause you to rise and have peace and sanity when the winds are raging and everything else seems to be chaotic around you. So podcast family, let us be courageous in our leadership. Let us be willing to make courageous decisions. Let us be willing to have uncomfortable conversations. Don't shy away from conversations that are candid that need to be had. Don't postpone those difficult talks. Don't hope that issues would go away, but confront them with a strong tenacity and demonstrate care and candor and push for new territories. I encourage you to do this like, share, review, And tag us on your socials wherever you consume the content and continue to help us change the world one individual at a time as we take your lead. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.nzondilemakakula.com. And if you're a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.